How's it going, everybody? It's Robert and Austin with Gas Money. And on this week's episode of the podcast, we will be doing a new Gas Money mention with Carter Holmes, who is the founder and owner of Flipsity, which is a social media app. Um, I'll definitely let Carter go into more detail about it, but it's super new, uh, great idea. And uh, just to kind of give you guys some background, um, as you know already, me and Austin went to high school together. Um, Carter actually went to high school with us and um, we we're friends um, in a way where we knew each other, um, didn't really talk too much, but once we all got to college, um, me and Austin were working on Gas Money, um, which is an app for um, hiring young adults if you've listened to our podcast before. And then we actually saw on LinkedIn that Carter had his own app, um, a social media app also geared towards young adults in the college age group. And uh, we ended up setting up a meeting with him, kind of learn more about his company. And uh, we have a lot of similarities. So it was super cool connecting with him. So um, Carter, welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you want, go ahead and give a Thank short you. bio about yourself and tell us about Flipsity. Yeah, happy to be here. I appreciate it a lot. So basically, Flipsity started out as an idea uh, for a challenge app. And then over time, I kind of figured out that wasn't exactly going to work. It wasn't super unique. So I kind of had to adapt and grow as I coded more. Um, so essentially now, um, and I'm sure it's going to change a little bit more in the future as the company like grows and such, but, um, it's basically an app to let people see what's going on in their area. So, um, whether it's a photo, a caption, a link to something else you posted on your other socials, um, it's just complete freedom. You can post whatever you want and the people in your area can see what's happening. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, one of my favorite things about that idea is it's kind of an in the moment thing. So, um, like when yeah. you post on Instagram or Facebook, it's kind of something that's going to be out there forever. It's not really important to that moment. Whereas uh, if you're a college or high school student, you're bored, you want something to do, you just go on Flipsity, um, see what's happening in your area, yeah. and you can connect with people as simple as that. So I think that's super good about your app, super unique. And um, it's definitely, definitely something that helps you stand out. So um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Oh, I remember good. our first conversation, um, you actually had a little bit experience with coding, but you actually taught yourself how to code as you built the app. So tell us a little more about that. So that was just a crazy thing in itself. I don't think if not, like this is really weird saying this, but if not for COVID, I don't know if I'd have had the time to actually do it and learn it or even like pursue the idea. Um, like as you guys know, cause you guys are on the app store now and all that and Google play store, which I'm still working on. Um, but it's very, very hard to get on the app store. You either have to develop it yourself, pay someone to do it or hire a company like you guys did. And I didn't have like a ton of options. I reached out to a ton of people and just couldn't get anywhere. A lot of companies during that time weren't accepting new clients, obviously because of COVID. Um, so here I am with this idea, um, nowhere to go with it. So I had a friend actually who he runs uh, another company. They were making an app um, and very good friends of mine. And he went to Kettering University, studied this his whole life. And he said it to me, he said, you know, you should just try to code it yourself. And I kind of laughed at him initially. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to learn to code. But I mean, that was about two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, he told me that. And then over uh, all the government shutdowns we had, I had the time to actually pursue that. So um, I, I drove my family crazy. I drove my girlfriend crazy, like everything. It was, it was, it was an experience, but um, yeah, I actually started learning JavaScript, uh, React Native. Um, I used whatever tools I could get and 
basically coded it within a year and a half to a year on my own. Um, so that was, uh, that was a crazy yeah. experience. Yeah. I hate to cut you off. Um, about that. so before you go on any further, was there kind of like that inspiration, like moment or moments that kind of made you like say, Hey man, I'm just going to go for this and I'm going to try to learn it myself and see what happens. What, what was that? Like that made you just step, step your foot in the door. Probably the one was my friend, Scott, like I mentioned, like he, I was going to go into more detail about it and he's going to kill me for saying this, but he was like yelling at me over the phone. He's like, he's like, are you going to do this on your own? Or are you going to, you, you're going to do nothing the rest of your life. He's like, this is your idea. This is exactly what you want to do. You talk about it all the time and you're just going to let it go because you don't know how to do something. And he was, he was saying stuff like, you know, if, if, if he can do it, anyone can do it. And now I believe that 100%, like I am not a, a smart guy in any way, I don't think. And you know, and that, that holds true because literally anybody can pick up a computer and learn to code on it. And there's so many different things you can do. Um, but that was my one moment, I think of, of, and I remember it was storming. My internet was bad. I'm surprised it's not bad right now. We're doing good so far. Um, but he was yelling at me, trying to download this, get that. And he was, he was on my case about it. And he's like, I'm sick of you talking about it. Like, you got to get this going. And he's an entrepreneur as well. Um, who I think he'd also be very good on the show. I'll, I'll introduce you guys eventually. And, um, you know, he's the one that really like pushed me. And then after I got into it, I was just addicted to it, man. I like could yeah. not stop coding for the life of me. It was weird. It was the strangest thing I've ever been addicted to, but, um, it was different. It was definitely different. Um, well, that's great I to hear. Guys, I mean, from that, I, was just going to say something from that like that's really great to hear that you know a fellow entrepreneur like really was trying to push you because when you get into it and you start to really think like an entrepreneur then all of those other people that because there, there's so many people out there that you can have a conversation with that have that idea yeah but or or their great idea and but they're they're not going to do anything about it and it really that's what really makes an entrepreneur feel like just sorry or bad and they just really try to like it comes down to almost forcing them to, to go for it because the you know the human um knowledge the human brain just really wants you to try to go for the easiest way possible especially in life yeah. and you know learning learning especially coding or learning how to do anything that you don't know how to do that's not easy you know yeah. so and that's that's awesome that he he kind of pushed you to do that and got you into it yeah and one of my options was, and I know, I know you guys went down a similar route of actually like paying somebody. And I know like, I wish like still to this day, I kind of wish I had found somebody to like, just do it for me. Cause like, I, I mean, I spent so many nights, so many hours, so many days like coding and um, you know, I just didn't have anybody really out there to like do that. And like you guys, like, I feel like you guys had like, and I know it was stressful, but you guys had such a less like stressful experience because like, you know, you, you had like help and whatnot, which is great. And like, I wish that upon like anybody else, like who, who goes down this, but like, even if you guys wanted to make another app, like, or something like that, like, I want to help people now. Like I want to help anyone that was in my shoes because I just at the time I didn't have anybody I could turn to. And I wish, I wish I would have known you guys were doing the same thing at the same time. I wish we would have got connected a little earlier, but um, I mean, it's, it is, 
quite the coincidence that we were working on a very similar thing at the same time. Yeah, that yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah. And that's one of the, the biggest things when we when we first saw, I remember we were looking on LinkedIn, it was um, right before we were about to launch our app, we saw, oh, Carter Holmes from Davison High School. Oh, we know him and he has his own app. So it's really crazy how that works out. But um, yeah, to kind of go back to what you're saying about having that almost like a mentor, um, it doesn't have to be a mentor, yeah. but somebody really giving you that extra push. Um, that was actually the case for me in Austin um, for a long time. I mean, the first major decision we had to make was actually becoming an LLC um, back when we did our manual process of hiring um, people. And I mean, even that decision in itself, like I really had to get pushed a lot from Austin because at the time I was super focused on school. Um, and like you, like you were saying too, like you have this great idea, but there's so many doubts that run through your mind. Um, it's like, is this even going to be worth it? I'm investing all my time, all my money. And um, I really had to get that first push from Austin. And then after that, um, we actually found another mentor. Um, I think we mentioned to you when we talked the first time, um, his cousin who lives in Texas, RJ. And um, he was the one who really helped us with the idea for the app. Because honestly, if we didn't talk to him, I don't think we would have had enough knowledge or enough confidence to go ahead and proceed with the app. And um, that's really a huge thing in business is just connecting with as many people as you can. Um, for anybody who is out there listening right now, um, if you need help, one of the things you could do, like Carter did, is go on YouTube, read some books, try and get self-education. And uh, obviously, that's worked out great for Carter. And um, the route we took is um, we've done research on our own, obviously, stuff like that. But one of the biggest lesson makers or um, the biggest learning opportunities we've had so far is actually talking to people who've done it already, um, which is kind of the case with you, Carter, um, with your friend. But when you have that mentor in your life that can kind of teach you through things, it's a lot easier than having the feeling like you're doing it alone. So um, I guess that's kind of what I was trying to, to prove with this point. Yeah, just don't be afraid to reach out to people. And uh, obviously with this connection now too, we can both keep helping each other in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and right. for the longest time, I was reaching out to... I had met one person who was making an app, one person who had an app on the app store. I was reaching out left and right to people. And of course, once again, it was right when COVID started getting swing in, in, in Michigan and whatnot. And um, nobody would email me back, no one would call me back. Um, I didn't know if it was because of me or if it was because of the pandemic. I, I had no idea. I, I, I felt like very lost for the longest time because I was looking for somebody to make this for me. Because once again, I just doubted that I could actually like do it, but it like, Rob, like you said, like finding the right person or the right people to surround yourself is 100% the key to getting anything done. Cause it sounds all crazy when you get into it and you guys know that, and you just kind of talked about that a little bit. It sounds crazy until someone who's done it explains it and talks you through it. And then yeah. you kind of realize you kind of have that, that moment where you're thinking like, Oh, this, this ain't too bad. It's not, not too bad at all. Yeah. There's more, there's more guidance with, with other people that have, you know, seen it or done it or are doing it at that time, because basically what, what I look at and Rob can say the same metaphorically, you know, entrepreneurship is basically uh, well, regular, regular life that everybody likes to go down the easy way, I guess you could say, or easier than entrepreneurship. Um, the it's, it's a very beaten path, but you know, entrepreneurship is, you got to go through the thick, the thick shit, you know, you got to You got to go through with your machete and that those are your ideas and you have to throw it left and right to really find and cut to the right path. Um, 
to get to that success, which a lot of people, they, they give up, they quit halfway through because it's too hard. Um, but continuing to surround yourself, continuing to learn from people that aren't even really in your industry or, or just somebody that, you know, that, you know, has, has dealt with business at some point, or even somebody that has, has family that has, you know, a big business or something they know. And at one point, those people knew way more than Rob and I about business at all. So, you know, even a, a super indirect person that just has a little bit of business knowledge, you could, that could be that, you know, little match that, that lights the fire that, that, you know, you have and, and all the entrepreneurs have. Um, and that kind of goes into my next question with entrepreneurship and business in general, before this, what were your thoughts and like, did you know a whole lot about it? Did you talk to people about it? Um, and then doing this and now after, how do your thoughts change about all of that, that lifestyle? Yeah, so I was actually pretty lucky. Um, and I guess I'll plug them in the video, but I work at a place called 100K Ideas. And it's basically a nonprofit uh, in Flint, Michigan. And they help people bring ideas to life, essentially. Um, so people come to us and um, I'm one of the project managers there and they come to us with ideas and we basically work them through it. So at the point of me starting, I had already been in like the entrepreneur world. I just hadn't actually done something on my own. And um, it was different talking to all those people. Um, Cause like before I had always wanted to start my business, but or start a business, but I had never had any clue how to do it didn't know what steps to take. Um, I mean, I had some family business experience, but nothing really in depth like that. It was always smaller stuff. And um, working there really opened my eyes because I saw so many different businesses coming to life. And um, I was actually very blessed, I think, to have that opportunity because I was surrounded with people. For one, it's always a plus. You know, everyone has an NDA that's working there. So you can basically talk about anything and everything. Um, yeah. but it was, it was a major plus because I was, I was around people who were kind of like you guys that, you know, you were willing to take risks and you were willing to, um, be gritty and go through all the hard stuff and understood what it takes to actually like bring something to life. And I was surrounded by those people every day. I looked up to them. I got to talk to them and I was just around it all the time. And then one day I just had, had the idea. I was like, why? you know, why can't I do this? Like if everyone else in, in Flint, Michigan is coming to us with ideas, like why not me too? So um, I pursued it and it was kind of funny because, and you know, love him to death, but uh, my manager at the time, um, he was the one that reviewed our deliverables we'd, we'd give to the clients uh, afterwards. So I put my idea through my own businesses or the business I worked for. Um, I put my idea through their, uh, through their process and he basically said, like, you're kind of crazy. And it's funny. He said, you need a Scott, which Scott is the guy I ended up getting in touch with that was also an entrepreneur. But um, he was kind of like, he totally dismissed the idea of me like coding and whatnot, which was totally understandable because I had no idea where to even start with coding or anything. But that I remember that was the advice he gave me. It was, you know, you need to find someone who can code, um, you know, find a company, do something like that. And, you know, I remember it wasn't like, it wasn't unsupported, but it wasn't full on like, this is going to take off, this is going to go. So 
I had to fight through a lot of like self-doubt along with just, you know, I don't think people were really doubting me. I just think they were looking out for me, if you will. Like they were, they were making sure I wasn't getting yeah. into something that was, that was going to lose me a lot of money. Um, but I was very lucky to be in that atmosphere. Cause like, even, even that advice, and I don't talk about that in like a negative way at all, because that was the best guidance he could have given me at the time. I just happened to learn to code after that. And, you know, and part of that was because of what he said. So if not for that, I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. And not, if not for hundred K, I don't think I would be doing what I'm doing now. So I was very blessed to be around that before I actually got into it, but I know you guys, you know, you had the idea and you guys slowly built over time and like kind of learned it, you know, as you win. Is, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of with our manual process. Um, yeah. Um, basically, yeah, we hired out. Um, we do everything on, like, we call it our manual paper process. So um, we'd hire, we started out just me and Austin working, um, doing lawn mowing, stuff like that around the neighborhoods. And then uh, once we started getting a little bigger, we were like, all right, let's try hiring students our age, um, keep that idea of gas money because high school college students like working for gas money. And uh, kind of from there, that's when we really got the experience of our actual industry. Um, which was basically we get the schedule, um, we have a business phone line. Um, when a client calls, we put that job opening out to all of the contractors that work with us. And then essentially from there, we just connect contractor and client. And um, ever since we started doing that manual process way back when we first started the LLC, we always knew that there was a way that we could make it faster and automated. And the biggest thing was trying to spread that, um, trying to scale a company. Um, that's what's huge with both of us is we both have apps that could be scaled. Um, I know with you, um, you have a social media app. If you wanted to, you could start um, having people download it in California. You could have people download it in Florida, all over the country, or even all over the world. And uh, that would be awesome. Like it, it can just spread like that. But for us, I think the way we had it set up where it's kind of that slow, gradual buildup is helping us a lot more now because now where we're at with the app, we really want to focus local and then from there move out. So that way we have that base established, but that just kind of shows the variation with apps. Um, yeah, definitely. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And going back to um, kind of reversing a little bit to back where uh, that, that, you know, finish, finish line feeling, I guess you'd say getting through, you know, getting through those, those mental things and things like that, that just making yourself go and go and go and learn and, and, um, you know, continue to, to grow in your knowledge with coding and everything. And then also doing building as you go. And as you learn, you know, you get through all that and then tell us a little bit about, and I know we already talked about this, um, in a prior meeting, but tell the viewers a little bit about, uh, the story of when you had it done and it was ready. And that obviously felt amazing. Like explain that, but then explain the app store and uh, yeah. how, how they like to deny it, uh, people's dreams at first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, like starting out, I was, I was going on a trip to Vegas. I was, that was like a big vacation in the year. I was going to Vegas, going to go hike around and all that. And um, big deal, so you know, some money for it and everything like that. And it was like, that was my deadline for having everything finished. Cause like I was coding and I was like very picky of how things looked and all that and how it operated. And I was always changing stuff, but that was my deadline. So I think we, our flight went out Monday morning and it's a weird time to go to Vegas. I know. 
Um, but that Sunday night, I was sitting there and I remember I was like, everything's good. And I remember hitting submit and it was like, like, it's done. Like, I'm, I'm good. Now they just have to approve it and all this stuff. And I'm like, in the morning, I'm going to be, you know, hopping on a flight. I don't have to think about this for a week. And everything seemed absolutely perfect. It felt like the weight of the roll was on me. I remember I literally just got out of my chair and laid on the ground, like just in like a snowing position. And I was, it just felt like all the stress was gone. So I wake up at three, four in the morning for this flight. And I did this at like nine at night. I submitted at nine at night, woke up at three or four. And, you know, you always get on your phone in the morning when you wake up. And that was one thing I, I get on there. And the first thing it says is, it's said, uh, waiting for review in review and then rejected C notes or something like that. I'm like, Oh my God, how did that happen that fast? And it was the simplest, simplest thing. And all it was is really, um, for Apple and this may be going to too much depth, but, um, you have to, when you have an app, you have to ask for permit or for permissions. So you have to do that appropriately. You have to describe exactly what you're doing. And when I was asking for, okay, let me see your camera roll. For anybody who's using the app, you know, that's to add, you know, a profile picture uh, to your profile or to add a picture to your post. Apple doesn't know that. So they make you explain it. And that's something I didn't do. So um, I had to wait till after the trip to fix it. It killed me the entire time. I'm hiking around in 110 degree heat and just, you know, still mad and still thinking about it 24 seven i still had a good time but you guys know how it is it's it's an obsession yeah and uh finally i fixed it you know did everything i needed to do and then submitted it and then i think that one took about 12 hours maybe half a day before i got rejected and that hurt a little bit because that was um a matter of me having a social app and that was one thing that i was going to add later i just again, I was trying to hit my deadline. Um, I didn't have anything to like block other users with, which I should have read a little more. That's something that Apple requires for all social apps to have. Um, and they need a way to like, actually like filter out, you know, bad content if someone's on there, you know, posting spam stuff or anything or, um, or nudity. I needed a ways to filter that out. So it was a lot of like precautionary stuff that they were throwing at me and looking at it from like the developer's perspective. I'm like, this is going to take another month. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like it was, it was the worst feeling. Like I'll tell you right now, like I, I lost it a little bit. I was, I was in a, a bad spot because in my eyes literally worked for well a year and a half. And I'm like, this is like, this is something I don't even know if I can do hundred percent. And it was a really, really bad feeling. And, um, you know, eventually I, I fixed it. I added a blocking feature. I had a, a reporting feature. I integrated um, Google Safe Search into the app. So there was a cloud function that runs every single time someone posts something, um, post an app or post a photo, it will scan it for bad content, spam, all this different stuff. And it's just something Google had out there and it made it you know, pretty easy. Got it done sooner than later. And I remember I was actually at this desk about to go to work and I had resubmitted it that morning, wrote an explanation of how everything worked. And it was within three hours or something like that, they approved it. And I remember I about dropped on the ground. It was, it was an insane awesome. thing. I know you guys had a yeah. similar experience. 
but just that that relief man it's like something else but that's why I want I really wanted to to bring that up because that that feeling of you know you think you're done and I really think especially in entrepreneurship and, and with a startup business of any type and especially in software you always have the feeling of okay that's done and then you get hit with the feeling of okay now it's broke again now let's add this because it, it just broke when we updated this you know yeah. so there's entrepreneurship is full it's, it's basically a big roll a crazy roller coaster right okay. of insane turns twists ups and downs um and i like with what you said you know with and i wanted to bring it up kind of like that that obsession um, that's, that's, I think what helped a lot of people like us and a lot of entrepreneurs continue through that. Um, it's basically like a, you know, a, um, uh, a stovetop with, uh, um, those, uh, what do you call it? Not gas, gas stovetop, right. That you can turn the burners on and off, but there's always that one on with, with entrepreneurs in, in your brain. Like you can shut everything else out in life, but that's just one thing that all the new ideas, all of the everything that you can do with your company, you know, client relationships, how can we, how can we build this? It, it never stops, no. which that's, it's obviously there's, there's positives and negatives in that, but I think a major positive is the continued, you know, thought that will just kill you until you do it and until you finish it and then get to that next step, the motivation part. So, yeah, there were, there yeah. were a lot of points I wanted to quit. Like there was, I can think of five off the top of my head, just dealing with individual problems, like with the coding and even other stuff, like more on the business side, like when I was going to get a trademark and I have a trademark pending right now for Flipsity and that was talking to an attorney and, you know, everything went great, but it, before Flipsity was Flipsity, it was a lot of different other names. And that's because she kept telling me, you know, this is going to get declined by the USPTO and things like that. And, I just saw the the money just slowly racking up of, you know, money I was putting towards actually getting a trademark. And I'm like, man, I would not be spending this money on a trademark if I didn't have something to trademark. If I didn't have a business, if I just would have never started, life would be so much easier. But it's it's not the case. It's it's a matter of getting up those those hills and those curves and those bends, just like you said. And, you know, there were so many moments I wanted to quit. And you literally just got to put your head down and I like the analogy you used earlier, the metaphor of, you know, tearing your way through the brush and you go, go the way nobody else went. And, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, I don't want anybody to be afraid of. It's like just putting your head down, like you will feel alone at some points. And even if you do have a lot of people, you're going to feel alone at some points because no one really understands the vision other than you, other than the entrepreneur who has the idea, you know, no one's going to get it, but you, you can have all the support in the world, but you're the one that's got to make that happen. And you guys sure know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you, you guys had each other, but I mean, it, it's still, it feels lonely, even with just two people, two, two founders, like still feels lonely. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I could only imagine with, with one and um, go ahead, Rob. I think you had something. Yeah. I was going to bring up um, what you were talking about with the vision. Um, I mean, that's the biggest thing in entrepreneurship. Any idea starts with a vision, um, like with Jeff Bezos and his garage selling books. Like he always, I mean, I don't know if it was at the beginning, but he somewhere in there had to develop a vision of having this huge company around the world where you can order anything online. 
And a lot of people probably thought he was crazy. Um, same thing with Elon Musk yeah. going to space, everything like that. Um, that actually yeah. brought up a quote I actually saw yesterday. I sent Austin. Um, the quote is, don't be afraid when people can't see your vision. Be afraid when you no longer can see it. So essentially, there's going to be Love people that. out there. There's going to be people out there who think you're crazy. There's going to be there's going to be people out there who think your vision isn't attainable, who think it's been done before, everything like that. But as long as you see your vision, um, which obviously you have that vision, me and Austin have a vision for gas money. Any successful entrepreneur who has a vision and sticks to that vision will always find a way to succeed. So it's really about your mindset. Um, always looking at everything in a positive light, always trying to learn from your um, failures. Another good quote, no mistakes in life, only lessons. Um, anytime you have a setback in business, you got to learn from it instead of letting it go down. Um, and that was like huge with the app store process. Um, every time there was yeah. something that came up, at least now, the next time you decide to update your app, you'll know what to look for. Um, and there's always a learning yeah. opportunity. So I think that's a huge aspect of entrepreneurship. And um, I wouldn't have had that mindset if it wasn't for gas money and what we did, even with the manual process. Um, I think the experiences you get from something like this are so valuable um, for life, for communication skills, for leadership. Um, I really think a lot more people who have ideas should try and um, pursue them like we did just because it's so valuable and enriching. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, so. Yeah. They're, these guys ain't going to say it themselves, like, but... I, I remember back in high school because what did we decide last time? I was a senior when you guys were sophomore. Is that is that correct? Or I think seniors? you're a senior, I was a junior, and then I was a yeah. sophomore. So. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was the big bad senior. You know how everyone in high school thinks, and I was looking up to these guys because I'd see them with their gas money shirts and like everything, and you know I was I was I was always hearing about what they were doing, and I was. I absolutely loved it because that's, you know, what I wanted to be when I grew up and here these guys are, they were younger than me doing like exactly what I said I was going to do with the entrepreneurial spirit and the, the motivated business mindset. And like, you guys had that like long before I think any, like you guys were ahead of the curve. I'll just say it. Like I remember working at uh, Menards and I told you guys about this last time, but um I worked at Menards for a while and I feel like it was like right before winter hit and you guys came in and bought like three shovels, some saw, all this stuff. And I knew exactly what you guys were for and or what you were there for. And I was like, oh man, I'm like, I'm here working, you know, eight, 10 hours a day. And, you know, these guys are are doing their own thing and like making their own choices and like, that is what I want for everybody. Like, no matter like what age you're at, like I was dumb. I, I thought, you know, in high school, even a little bit into college, I'm like, when I grow up, I'm going to do this, like do it whenever, like these guys, like I was watching them from, from the very beginning for obviously from a distance, you know, I always loved you guys, but we didn't never hung out, never talked. And I was always like, from a distance, I was like, these guys, like, they, I'm like, they've got it. Like I knew from a long time ago, I'm like, these guys have got it. It's funny. It, it's so funny to look back with, yeah. with you saying that because no, I mean, in this, this is like, you know, you looking up to us and then what's crazy is in still that high school mindset that we all had, you know, we all go through that. Um, you know, what do, what do I wear to school? Is this going to look good? You know, Karen, Karen, basically a little too much, too much. And, uh, 
No, I mean, walking, walking through the halls and uh, I know, you know, you're, you're friends with uh, Jackson. Oh yeah. Um, one of our yeah. good friends too. And uh, so we kind of grew up, you know, hanging out more with him and things like that. But, but he also had, you know, his older friends that we would kind of refer to. And uh, cause everybody was at least a year older than us. That was, you know, in your grade. And um, no, it, it was weird just like to even talk to you or like your group you get, we would get nervous or I would, I would especially get nervous in like, I mean, obviously Jackson, cause I had just already talked to him so much, but like, yeah. no, like the other guys, I don't know if high school, my mindset was just so different than it is now because, yeah. and that's, that's, a, I think another thing that a lot of these, you know, whoever's listening right now, you need to learn that. I don't care what age you are. Don't think anyone is judging you for who you are like don't don't be somebody that you're not to then um basically dictate the next few years of your life that you're going to dedicate something that you don't want to do or don't want to be and then after that finally find out that everybody else had their own stuff to deal with too so they don't really they didn't they never really cared about your life you know so you that that's when it comes down to is like you need to really strive for what you believe in and like you I want to bring it back up like there's no age on success there's you can't put an age on that you can't put an age on entrepreneurship um or on I really think on anything in life you know you can really do anything that you um want to do nowadays because of technology and all of the things that we have at our fingertips and I mean you're a, a prime example of that you know, and, and we were kind of in the same knowledge point where the knowledge gap of, you know, between we want to build an app, but we have no idea how, and then this is, this is how it's going to be. So we had to get through that. And the way you filled that gap is you taught yourself the way we feel that we were fortunate to be able to find a uh, company that, you know, gave us the right, right amount for the budget that we had. So, you know, we both figured it out, which is amazing, but that just shows, you know, a couple of kids that are, are still in, in college, the college age people were able to do something like this and then continue and try to inspire and, and motivate people to do that even at a younger age. And I think um, going back kind of the mission of gas money, that's really what, what we are trying to advocate for is like, you can, you know, do whatever, like I, that whole spiel that I just had, you can really do whatever at any age. And we're just trying to help accelerate that process with our company and our, our mission. So, um, and I think too, you know, with, with your company, it's, it's just great that you're, you're giving another, um, you know, option to, to people our age. And it's, it's a new cool thing that everybody loves. So it's that, that's a lot of power that, that you can use to, to, uh, you know, do, do a whole lot of good things with. So I'm, uh, I'm really happy with what you're doing, man. Yeah. Thank you. Same to you guys. Like even from way back in high school, like you were changing people's lives. Like, like whether like, you know, you want to admit that you were seriously changing people's lives because you were giving people a place like where they could work and be around their friends and work on their own time. And like, it was crazy. Like it was, it was like revolution. It's, it sounds silly to say, but you guys were like doing something like crazy. Like, I wish I had gotten involved in it. And, you know, I obviously we're, we're working together a little bit now, but it was like so cool to see you guys like actually like making a difference in people's lives. Like, cause again, I was working at golf courses at retail stores. Like I was not having a good time. Like I was struggling and, you know, you guys 
you guys were the guys in the room that you guys had it before any of us else had it. And, you know, I'll, I'll always remember that. And I love, I absolutely love that we happen to release our apps at the same time. Like it's so yeah. weird and like went down two totally different avenues. And I can tell you right now, like, like if you can pay for it, pay for someone else to do your own app, like, like hundred percent, like, cause it is going to be stressful. It's going to take way longer. It's a lot of different factors. Um, cause I think I did start way before you guys coding even. Um, so I think so. Um, what was, uh, kind of go on the, so explain your timeline and then we'll kind of, uh, go like and see if, if those collided at all. I got to think back. I, I don't, it had, yeah, it was 2020. Definitely. Um, I think that's when I like that was after I had the idea it was um, definitely before everything got shut down. So probably late 2019 is when I actually was like coming up with the idea and getting a little more serious with it. And then I'd say early 2020, um, obviously everything like shut down. And that's when, you know, our friend Scott kind of was pushing me and pushing me like, hey, get this done. And that's when I started learning, started watching all the YouTube videos. And from there, what was that? Like, yeah, it was almost two years. So about a year and a half. So early 2020 is when I started. And I mean, that doesn't seem like a long time looking back, but like what people don't realize, like every single day I was coding, like if not for the shutdowns, I don't know if I could do that, but um, it's a rare situation. But every single day I was coding, like if I had 30 minutes before I, you know, had to go to bed or do whatever, like I was doing something with the app, whether it was business related or, you know, mainly coding it. So I'd mm-hmm. say probably since March, I think 2020, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. To give a little, um, before I think did you, you probably know the dates more specifically, but to give a little back end on, um, you know, the, the timeline when, so you kind of had that idea and then you started to learn, you know, basically right when everything started to shut down. So we were then, that was when we were starting the LLC. And then that time that we used, so you use that to kind of, you know, really start and dive into coding and learning. We were learning basically how to run the company and build our paper paper process that Rob was talking about. So it's kind of funny how, you know, we were both learning at the same time, but you had to learn a little bit faster than us with the app development because, or a little bit longer it took because you actually did it all on your own. So we were able to learn that and then put all of that back into the company and we were running it at the same time. And, you know, with, with the shutdown though, we weren't able to start actual services until, uh, was that April Rob or? Yeah, it was late April. We couldn't even actually offer a service until then just because of COVID and how everything was shut down. So we really yeah. used that time for a lot of research. I remember um, just kind of getting the company set up. And uh, like you were kind of saying earlier, Carter, like it was almost, uh, obviously COVID was horrible, but um, for our timelines and everything, um, the time that we got to work on ourselves, research everything um, really actually worked out good. And I mean, you've already said it about your company, but I don't know if gas money would be where it is today if we didn't have that extra time to really research and put the time into making our company and um, planning out that vision and everything. So it's pretty crazy how everything works. Yeah. And uh, another yeah. thing I wanted to mention it's, real quick too. Um, okay, actually, go ahead. Oh, I was going to 
jump in there i'm gonna say like obviously it was like a tragedy like it was like something awful but like there were also a lot of people that were sitting around playing video games and nothing wrong with that that's what you like to do that's what you like to do but i mean you got to seize the opportunity when it comes like if you got the time like make it happen and you guys did that too um, yeah exactly because the yeah, because the biggest thing was everybody wanted you to stay home. Um, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I know personally, like, I, I was like, oh, shoot, like, right at the beginning, hey, I can play video games. I don't have to do homework anymore, you know. Yep. And um, once me and Austin really started thinking about the idea, we were like, hey, man, let's let's capitalize on this right now and really focus on research, everything like that. And um, a point I wanted to bring up, which is really um, a good inspiration to all the viewers out there, um, all three of us, neither of us none of us really had a good background with coding or app development, um, as you guys know from the podcast so far. And um, that's the crazy thing about entrepreneurship is there's not one set path you have to take. There's no, there's no textbook or answer sheet for entrepreneurship. You can do whatever you need to, to get to where you want to be. And that's why it's so important to have your vision and keep on finding ways to accomplish it. Because if you think like if me and Austin went in with the mindset, the only way we can make this app is if we learn how to code, we would have never got the app done because me and him didn't have that drive like you did to learn to code. Um, the way that we went about it still worked out good, um, still worked out in our favor. And both of us have apps on the app store right now, but we took two completely different ways. So I just wanted to highlight, there's no certain way you have to go on entrepreneurship. No, everyone's different. And again, if I had the money, I 100%, I like it was just it was scary like it was like a, a beast and i'm glad you guys like you guys did that because it it's either way you do it is crazy but you know it's it's different whichever route you take and you know there's also like a third one in there that i always bring up because words gotten out you know around like the workplace of me like having an app so clients ask me about it and um and it's the relationship i was talking about earlier with scott and my boss saying you need a scott so a lot of people, um, like for me, I coded it myself. Um, gas money, you guys got it done with the help of a company. Totally great. Both of those are great, but the best middle ground ever, if you can find some kind of, like if you have no coding experience, find somebody with one. Like that was one thing I absolutely could not find. And that is something I totally wish I would like. I remember when Jackson was telling me about your guys' idea for the first time. First thing I asked him was how far along are they? I can help them because people are going to come like if you have an idea there are people out there that can get it done you may not have the resources right now but once again it's about the networking um and actually meeting those people but there is a rare middle ground that you see um where you can you can be a founder you can be the person that creates the company has the idea and you can find someone that you'll then either share uh um equity with or pay them or something but um if you can find a business partner that it would be like the greatest thing it's going to be so much cheaper and you're not going to have the stress like with me it was like all on me for you guys it was like the cost like i didn't spend any money on coding but you know the time stress and the years off my life like that was that's what i always joke about but i mean you know if i could have found a partner to go in on it with me that someone that, that could code Obviously, there, there could be issues with, you know, creative control and whatnot. But I mean, just like with everything we've been saying, like, get it done, like you got to get it done. And um, that for anyone out there that knows a friend that can code, or, you know, 
Kettering University. I brought them up. That's where my friend Scott came from. There's a ton of people like him there. They're very passionate about coding and they want a project to work on in most cases. Like they, you know, two different types of people, um, business people and more like on the technical side, classic Steve Jobs and uh, uh, what was his name? Um, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, no, Steve Jobs' partner. Um, John Blake. Steve uh, Wozniak. Steve Wozniak? Yeah. Yes. Steve Jobs, he was always the business guy. Wozniak was always the coding guy. That If you could follow that blueprint, like obviously it worked out. Um, but obviously there were some hiccups if anyone knows about them a little bit. But there is a middle ground for people out there who, you know, either a like can't get the funds together to like actually pay for something and for the people that don't have the time or, you know, anything like that to code. So there is a third option that I don't even think I've discussed with you guys, but I see it a lot. And um, that's actually something I wanted to get into a little bit. Um, and that is obviously with finding someone to help. That's something I want to do for others in the future. Like I mentioned earlier, like if you guys have another app that you want to create, like I know you guys have a great resource. Everything's worked out great so far, but I would love to help people who are in my shoes and your guys' shoes and everything. And like, even if it's just like a resource or if I'm, if the idea is right and I'm full on developing it for somebody, like I want to help people who are in our shoes. And that's another thing with like just being an entrepreneur and hacking your way through the hedges and making your own path. Like you then open up a pathway for other people. And like, I don't want to keep anything a secret. I, I want to let everybody know. And that I feel like that's, that's great. Cause that's exactly what this podcast is about is telling everybody, you know, our experiences. And um, I almost want to go like a step further and like help people. And kind of like what you guys are doing, you guys are helping change lives, give people work. And like on my, I want to help people actually like bring their app ideas to life. And that's something I want Flipsy to be eventually um, once we get our feet underneath us um, a little bit more, but uh, I don't want people to be scared to code or go after their coding ideas. Like at all, like you guys are very unique and I, I know our situation is unique. Yes, we happen to come from the same community in high school and everything, but it really is unique, but it's because so many people are afraid of that, you know, like with the wrong mindset, you're going to sit on that idea for years and years and years. And I know you guys, like, you guys felt that at some points of like, it's, it's scary. It, you know, it can be scary to make that jump. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, to bounce off of that, that's also, first of all, that's great advice. I, it, it's really funny that you went into that with, with uh, kind of the more that you want to take with flip city and then like your knowledge that you've gained. Um, that was one of my questions I wrote down is because I didn't know, you know, once you learn that, you know, like you said, it's an addiction, there's gotta be more that, you know, you've, you've gotten this project on its feet and it's on the store and now you can kind of code from here with updates and everything. But then there's, there's gotta be that feeling. Um, actually Gary V is, is a big guy, Gary Vaynerchuk, on uh, the feeling of starting from the bottom and building from there. That's, that's gotta be kind of something that's in your head and in coders head. Um, you know, when, when they, they get that, uh, basically the, the entrepreneur that has the idea and that, that kind of resonates with you. And I would, I would get excited if I knew how to then bring that to life. That, that probably is super exciting, um, to have that knowledge, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool that you want to, uh, kind of take it a step further. And, um, 
not just let that time and that knowledge and that education and kind of go to waste on just, you know, just small updates here and there, or even big updates on, on your own thing. And, um, but since you've seen what you had to go through kind of learning and doing all of it yourself, then it's, it's be that much greater of a feeling to then help people yep. get to that, their point that you're at, um, you know, a little bit easier. Right. And, uh, to wrap that kind of back around, it's, it's pretty similar with gas money. Um, you know, with, we went through that process, you know, in, in the end of 2019, you know, we, we went out and we were just a couple of kids with lawnmowers and we were like, we didn't really think anything of it, you know, other than that, we didn't want to work, you know, for a, a company and we are busy, our schedules were too busy to have a set schedule that we had to, uh, you know, go with, or we would get fired essentially. So, we went out and we kind of did our own thing. And then, you know, the vision just keeps building and building and building. And that's probably what's happening with you is, you know, the vision just continues to, to mold and shape through that roller coaster, like we talked about earlier, um, into, you know, the, the big picture is what Rob and I have been calling it. You know, we're, we're striving towards the vision, but we're not to the big picture yet, which is, uh, it's, a, it's a super cool thing to think about. You know, obviously there's the unknown um, but that's, that's what the entrepreneur is motivated by. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, we went through that process of, of building an opportunity for ourselves and, uh, then it got to, let's build this opportunity for some other people that we know that are our age. And now it's gotten to a point where let's build this for people that our age across the, the country, yeah. potentially across the world one day. So that's, uh, it's super cool how um, that kind of resonates. And it's, it's similarities um, with, with where you're trying to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing I, I admire you guys. Like, again, from the very beginning, like you guys were doing that in high school and now you've taken it to like such a new level that even I didn't think of when I first heard about your guys' app, I had no idea what it could have been because like, just and we talked about this in our last conversation like I didn't know it was going past mowing lawns and you know taking care of people's driveways and things like that like I I had no idea but again like you don't like nobody else has that vision so you guys had it all along I I had no idea and um you know it's it's kind of crazy to think like how far you guys have come and like just how far I've come in like a short amount of time and uh, but you still feel like there's so much more to go. Like there's so much here after this. And like um, you guys have probably heard it a million times, but you get those people, the doubters and everyone. And, you know, it gets to a point where it just kind of, it doesn't really matter anymore. And like, yeah, they're going to be right sometimes, but other people, they will stop and they will give up. And it takes someone else, you know, a different side of you to actually like push through that. And then you get to see the bigger picture because you start like slowly taking those baby steps and it turns into, you know, running and jumping and flying. And like, next thing you know, you guys are, you know, you have an, you went from a landscaping company or from what I saw as a landscape. I know you guys always had a bigger vision than that, but like you guys went from mowing lawns to having an app on the app store that is helping so many people like I don't think you guys realize like how many people this can help and it's it's unbelievable to me and like still people you know and we all know like there, there's always going to be people who are doubting you and like who are are still you know 
not believing in you or whatever it is like but i like i like the term the bigger picture because there always is one and like you accomplish those little goals that people say you couldn't and then you just keep on going and like they'll never they'll never think big enough to even put any doubt into those because they still don't believe you you made it as far as you did yeah exactly that's i wanted to bring up another quote i know it's it's kind of funny these these quotes are kind of uh, colliding with our conversation. Um, I think Rob sent me this like three days ago or something. And, uh, it kind of goes along with, you know, the, the people that either don't understand are too stubborn to understand, or just think that, you know, essentially a hater is somebody who, who looks at themselves and they don't, they, they see what you've done and they don't see that in themselves. So then they hate you for doing that. Right. So, with that being said, those, you know, all the, all of those different types of people, um, basically are, you know, an obstacle in your head until, and what this, this quote word for word is once you have decided to go for your dreams, obstacles are non-issue. And essentially the obstacles are those people are those, um, you know, things that are out there that make you want to stop or make you think that, um, your dream or your goal or your bigger picture is not, you know, achievable, but, like I said, once you make that jump, it's the, none of those will, will ever stop anybody that, that really has that goal. Um, and I, it, I'm glad that you kind of brought that up and that's, it collides exactly with that. So, and that's to all the listeners, you know, I really think that that truly resonates almost every single day. Now that I've seen that it's like, we we've made that jump, Carter, you've made that jump, um, you know, to, to spend years of your life, And, um, you know, it's just adding on more and more you code and the more that you do for your, your company. Um, and you, you went for it, you went for the dream that, um, you know, Scott told you to, to really go for. And I bet that's, that's really paying off now, um, that, but, and same with, you know, Rob and I with gas money, it's like, we've, we really went for it. And, um, it's, it comes down to, like you said, you know, all, all that you thought at the beginning was it was a landscape, you know, lawn care type company. And I don't blame you for thinking that because that's kind of where it all started. Um, and what's, what we've had overcome a lot of, um, you know, are the other, are the people when we try to explain it. And as soon as you say that word, then they're like, Oh, gotcha. And then they, they just close off because they're like, Oh, it's, it's a common lawn care business. And so, we've had to try to figure out different ways to explain it, you know, and uh, just, just now it's, it's almost like you have to start out by saying, Oh, we own a, a tech company that we have an app called gas money. And then you go from there. Um, because then that, that kind of broadens people's uh, minds on, on what you say. And uh, it all comes down to that psychology, but there are still those people that they just won't understand or don't want to understand, but you just have to really get past that. And I think once you go for it, um, for the listeners, you, you just got to go for it and that nothing will stop you. Nothing that somebody is saying will stop you from really going for what you truly believe. So yeah. just wanted to add that in there. Yeah, hundred percent. To all those people out there that, that, you know, we could call haters or whatever, like, you know, like come and come and talk to us. Like, seriously, like I'm, I'm so down, like, and Austin brought up the point of like most people who dislike someone for something like like a business idea and it goes back to that thing we mentioned at the very beginning like don't ever stop for anybody else don't stop for someone else's opinion because you they don't know what you're going through they don't know 
the goal, the bigger picture, all that. But come and talk to me. Like if you have like an app idea and like you're kind of like laughing at the concept of like coming, you know, within with an idea and like taking it here and making it to the app store, like come and talk to us. Like I'm throwing that out there because I I can I can make it happen. Like I can I can either like walk you through it, I can teach you the code. I can even do it for you if, if the idea is, is, is right or, you know, if it matches up with what I'm going for. Like, there's so many options out there, but don't laugh it off and, you know, and dismiss the idea. Like, actually go for it. Like, and if, like, I was always, like, super admirable of these guys, but, you know, it, it you, you can do it. Like, it, if you want to actually, like, do it, there is nothing stopping you from doing it but yourself. Like, don't get mad at other people for going after their ideas. Like, um someone's going after their goal like that's that's something you could do too so um i mean seriously like come and come and talk to me come and talk to these guys like anyone out there like if if you need help like that's exactly what i want to do you have an app idea like talk to me i'll uh, i'll at least give you some advice like i'm not going to turn anybody away like like i'll offer that to anybody and everybody because you all can do it if i can do it <laughs> I'm not the smartest guy in the world. If I can do it, anybody could do it. Yeah, we say the same thing. <laughs> We're not, yeah. you know, super geniuses at all. And there's a ton of, uh, I bet, a ton of entrepreneurs that have, or just people in general that have had wild success just from going for something that they truly believed in. And yeah. they, they would say the same thing. They're not, you know, Albert Einstein or anything like that. They're, it's just a person that, felt like they needed to go for something they went for it and they were consistent with it and uh it, it became what they wanted it to become so exactly like what you said you know all those people that that are afraid or you know you don't think that you can do what other people have done it's never too late i mean look at uh look at colonel sanders kfc i think he started kfc he was definitely 60 plus okay. when he started and i think he died um, at 80 something and he was a multimillionaire and now look at KFC. Yeah. It's, it's essentially like there's, there's statues I've heard over in China of Colonel Sanders. Like there's, and there's one on every corner in the United States. So that just, that just shows, you know, go for what you believe in and uh, yeah, never, never, you know, hate somebody for, for going for what they believe in because they, even if it's, you know, people in high school, if you're listening, like, or college, you know, there's that, that nerdy kid, you know, that, that concept, that nerdy kid in class, or, or just that kid that, you know, always talks about what they want to go for someday. Don't, don't look down at them because those people are probably actually going to go for it and, uh, you know, make, make something of, of themselves and, and change a lot of people's lives. Um, so you got to learn from it and not, you know, just kind of look at your, look at your ego in the face and just say, you know, congratulations. And, uh, I'm motivated and I'm going to go for what I truly believe in. So I hope that this conversation really, really helps people, uh, helps people on that. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And to kind of go off that too, um, to go back to what Carter was saying, just never be afraid to reach out to somebody that um, you might not know, or you think is better than you or anything like that. Because I mean, the whole reason we're talking with Carter right now on our podcast is because um, we ended up reaching out to each other. I think I messaged you on LinkedIn and uh, I was just like, holy yep. crap, you have an app out. We do too. Like, I don't know how we didn't know about this. And then 
I mean, any, any relationship, especially in business, you can find tons of value from, and I'm sure we're only going to keep building up from here um, together. And that kind of brought me into another um, thing I kind of wanted to do for, for future when we look back on this podcast. So um, I know you launched your app, uh, it was late August, 2021, correct, Carter? And then we yep. just launched ours um, early September, 2021. Right now, it's September 20th, 2021. Um, I think we're about 90 to 95 users on our app. Um, we're almost at 100 mark, a super big goal of ours already. Um, I think you actually hit the 100 mark a couple of days ago. Um, I think I saw on your, on your Instagram. So um, these might seem like tiny, tiny milestones in the big scheme of things, but for the future, um, I know Austin and I's vision is to one day be across the United States. Um, where do you see Flipsity? Like, what's your overall huge goal? I know you mentioned you wanted to use it to help other people um, kind of get a little more entrepreneurship on there. But overall, where do you see Flipsity maybe three to five years from now um, in the future? Overall, like the app itself, obviously, like it has potentials to be in any big city around the world, I think. any Anywhere that has like a lot of, you know, nightlife or just people posting on social media, like any high concentrated areas a location-based app is going to thrive. So there's that, but Flip City LLC as a company, like I want to do some big things in Flint and around Michigan. And I mean, like I, I want to transform the landscape in a way of like, I'm going to, I'm going to change the way people think about developing apps. Um, Cause right now, like again, at, at the job um, that kind of got me into this, it's a scary subject and I want to change that. So that's one big goal of mine is, is, you know, as easy it is to make a website nowadays for people, how it's still a little scary, but it's not really like something someone can't do, I guess. Like you, you can make an, a website pretty easily. Now I want that same attitude to be towards app development. I want everybody to feel comfortable with making apps. And I don't care if that takes five years 50 or until I die or if it happens long after I'm dead like that's something I want to try to like inspire in people and you know I mean we are examples right now but um not so much just like in the sales aspect I, I really want to be like someone who you know pioneers this and, and makes it a reality for everybody because I mean I don't I don't know anybody who hasn't at one point in their life said, Oh, I have an app idea for this. And this slowly it is forget it because it's such a dream, you know, it's such, you know, seems so unattainable right now. And that's something like all around the world, I want to make people feel more comfortable um, with actually going after that and making app ideas. And yeah, yeah for future me, I was saying like, you're not doing this right now, man, get back on it. Cause that's, that's the future. Like this is, this is the mark I'm going to leave on the world. For real. And that's super inspirational because I mean, at a first glance, like uh, anybody who like is making an app or like a business idea, usually the first thing people think is, oh, they just want to do this for profit. They just want to do this to get rich, um, to get famous, stuff like that. But like, um, like what you were saying about your goals with Flipsity, um, it's always deeper than that. And that's kind of reflects back to our goals with gas money, because um, when we did the, the work in high school, mowing lawns, talking to clients, everything like that, um, that can actually be done on the app now. Um, we learned so much about just growing ourselves, developing as leaders, um, learning about entrepreneurship. 
And those experiences um, in many senses have been way more valuable than the classes I've taken in school and um, what I've went through mm-hmm. um, taking those courses and everything. So um, that kind of reflects on our vision of gas money, which is really um, similar to yours with helping people. Um, it's, more, it's more than just a company. Yeah. And that's the huge thing that a lot of people don't realize nowadays. Um, especially with startups, it's easy to get too focused on what you want the app, how do you want the app to function, how do you want everything to be. But a lot of people fail to see that it's more than just the app. And um, that's that's one thing I wanted to comment on because that's super inspirational um, how, how you want to help other Thank people and kind of aligns right with us. It's crazy how we're so similar and that this whole time we like never really linked up. It's, just shows how entrepreneurship is really similar, uh, develops that, that positive mindset in life. Yeah, and trust people to talk to them. Like, cause I didn't, I didn't talk to half of my friends about my app idea or any of my goals. And if I had talked to, and you know, Jackson, we've been talking about this whole time. Like if I hadn't went out to breakfast with Jackson one day and met up with him for the first time in I think six months or a year or something like that. And he brought you guys up and I said, no way. I wasn't even going to bring it up or talk about it. I'm like, I am doing the exact same thing right now. <laughs> you know, building something from scratch, like, like, starting from the ground up like just like you guys did and like don't be afraid to like reach out to people and like you never know I know I had no idea what you guys were doing anything like you were doing so that's another thing and just like again going back to that don't be afraid to talk to people network get people that have similar mindsets as you because you know there's not a lot of people out there that's gonna like, this is just such a weird coincidence still but um find people that get it that that's the key. Like, no matter what you do, uh, just find people that get what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's what's gonna push you to go and and to uh, to get to that bigger picture. You know, basically having people that understand you and understand your goals. Obviously, they're never going to understand everything in your entire vision. That's you're only gonna understand that in yourself. And Rob and I were lucky to find each other that you know a business that can understand it at the same level um to such a like a down to detail point and um it's it's difficult uh to find that and i think we've talked about this in one of our past podcasts um don't be afraid to go into business with your friends i i seriously this is something that's pretty looked down upon in the business world i feel like today um because Yes. You know, there are, there are some negatives, you know, with your friends um, there's, there's a time for, for play and there's a time for getting things done. And a lot of people don't really, they, they can't put that filter on it with your friends, which is completely fine. That's not the right person then. Um, but you, you have to be able to find the person that you can put a filter on that. And some people are in business relationships basically, and it's just all strictly business. And those people really, tend to get a lot done, but then that can almost, you know, crash and burn too, when you kind of get burnt out a little bit. So it's always good to have a relationship of some type of friend relationship on the outside too. So you can also, you know, have, have those good times and take a step back and do all of those things. Um, and I, that's just something I wanted to bring up, you know, don't be afraid. I know you've talked about it a little bit with, with finding a business partner, um, because that's very, uh, I, I think just advice for me, and I think Rob would say the same thing and same, you know, Carter, I know you're, you're kind of on your own right now, but um, it's, it's always, 
nice to have somebody to kind of resonate with and build off of, keep your motivation at the same point and uh, just somebody to kind of lift you up if you're down and lift that person up and continue to, to keep going. So um, it's not easy to find the right person. But um, like, you know, we were just talking about, if you continue to network and talk to people and, and figure out who understands what, and uh, I, I really think then keeping consistent with that, you know, it could be the third person you talk to, could be the first person, could be the hundred per- hundredth person. And, uh, but you just got to keep consistent with it and, and you're going to find the right person or the right group of people uh, that you resonate with. And, and I think that honestly wraps back to a lot of this conversation, um, kind of the theme of it is uh, really, you know, the only way that you're going to get to where you want to be is surrounding yourselves with the right people um, that will then motivate you to get there. And also while you're doing your thing, uh, they're going to be motivated and inspired to keep going for their thing. So um, I think it, it uh, actually, that brings up another quote, you know, if, if you're hanging out with, uh, with three people that, that work a basically three people that work a nine to five and they make 50,000 a year, you're going to be the fourth. If you hang out with three millionaires, you're going to be the fourth. Or if you hang out with, you know, people that, that you want and what you want out of life, then you're going to be the fourth. So um, it's what it comes down to. You're going to be and turn into and mold into your atmosphere and, and what you're around. So uh, uh, make the best out of that and definitely surround yourself with the right people. That's my advice. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. That is 100%. But that, I mean, that was me. And like, again, I wish I'd have found you guys a lot sooner because if I had just like talked to you guys, been around the right people, I'd have been doing, I would have been on the exact same pathway as you guys. Like, although like I feel happy, I, I went down, I feel blessed. I went down the path I did, but it can change your whole life being around the right people. And if I had been around these guys sooner, you know, and they had, had that contact and had that company and had, you know, a plan and had a blueprint, like, you know, it would have been a lot easier. And again, like you clear a path for somebody, you know, you you can basically change someone's life with that. But if you go into something together, more people, more people in similar mindsets, it makes it all that easier on you, like starting out. So I wish I had found you guys a lot sooner, you know, I found out exactly what you guys are doing, but you know, Overall, I feel blessed, you know, that all of us went on our own individual paths and did did what, you know, what we were supposed to do, I believe. And again, here we are, you know, Rob looking in at our future selves right now, like our, our future selves looking back, like I wouldn't change a thing right now. Like it's, it, it, I think it happened exactly the way it was supposed to happen. And here we are now. And I mean, I, I just feel blessed to even be on here to be able to talk about it and to be in a position that people in the future, like, it's all a blessing, but it starts with a lot of hard work. So, um, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I will go from that. Yeah. 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 And, um, go ahead, like Rob. you were saying, I'm a, I'm a huge believer that everything happens for a reason. And, um, I mean, just like you were saying, if anything gets in your way, um, any obstacles come up in life, um, just know like you're going to get past it. And I think that's a good, um, kind of final word to put in. Um, I know we are kind of nearing the end of the time. This has been a huge, um, amazing conversation. Um, definitely yeah, super definitely. enriching. I'm sure um, anybody that's listening right now got some, at least some value out of that conversation. Um, but to just kind of sum it up, I think it really just comes down to connections and not being afraid to reach out to people and uh, really put your mind towards your big vision. Um, just know that you can do it. 
there's been tons of people out there who've tried and failed, but the people that have never lost that vision are the ones that succeed. So uh, I think that's been a huge thing with this conversation. Um, definitely going to put Carter's plugs down um, in the description under this um, podcast, and we're going to post on YouTube. Um, Carter, you can go ahead and post on your place, your uh, sites too, if you want, um, just kind of yeah. get exposure for all of us. And um, definitely we'll put the plugs in there. Um, like Carter was saying, yeah, yeah. And like Carter was saying, if you need help with anything, feel free to reach out to him, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we're yeah. super happy to help anybody. Um, so don't be afraid to reach out and uh, thank you for coming on. It was truly an amazing conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Like it's is this is awesome just to again be around people with the same mindset and also get to help other people. I hope this helped a lot of other people. And if you have an idea, just go for it. Again, reach out, do whatever you got to do, just make it happen. For sure, for sure. So all right, thanks, I think that's gonna be that was good. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Carter. So uh yeah, thanks again for listening, everybody. I'll uh, make sure you drop a like, subscribe below. And uh as we always say at the end of the podcast, go, go get, get that, that gas money. money.